Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Welcome to Lady Journey. Welcome, welcome, everybody. We are um, back. We're back again. We're back. It doesn't feel like, um, for y'all, it feels like we've been gone a long time, a month. Yeah. But Katie and I just did a whole bunch last week. Yeah. But w- now we're making a bunch of episodes for, We're it's too, it's too busy for the holiday season, so that's what we're preparing. We yes. want to make sure you guys have Lady Journeys all lined up for you for we, the month of December. Uh, we will never leave you hanging. Not on this journey. <laughs> Journey. No, not during the holidays when we're all spinning out. You yes. need this is your safe space. If you are planning a party and it's going awry, just c- take a little, a tiny little weed mint. Okay, yes. one milligram. That's all you need. Pop on a lady journey episode and scrub your bathtub. <laughs> we, you know you bathtub. want to. You know you want to. Um, I love pretending like, and this is for the seventy percent men and thirty percent women <laughs> out there. Yes, <laughs> this one's for you, Carl. <laughs> um, now, as I was telling you earlier, um, before we got yes. um, interrupted a little bit, but I found when I was at the Comedy Cellar, as you know, my place of business, um, a regular the appearance. Place, yes, I share my talents there. Yeah, with and the greats. Oh yeah, it's me and Dave, um, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. <laughs> Chris Rock, one time he said hi to me. Wow. Um, yeah, because he was just sitting down at the table, but uh, and I was there, and I laughed like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. I love your Krispy Kreme bit. Um <laughs> From 2001, but uh, so I was I was sitting there having my salad as I do, and uh, I ran into Ron on Hirschberg, my um, upstairs neighbor, upstairs neighbor, and that's when I found out from him that I have actually been buzzing him almost every time I come <laughs> over <laughs> to do the podcast. Well, you're not the only one. Apparently, Amazon just presses any old button, uh, and yes. it's you know what? It's I do believe you just let anybody into our apartment. Just let him in. Hi. <laughs> Coming down to the basement. It's me, a non-threatening woman. But uh, I feel like if I was Ronan, I would be like, hey, Katie, it's Ronan. How are yeah. you doing? He just didn't? No. He just buzzed you in? Just buzzed me in, and then at a later date was and like, just so you know, I'm the one who's been buzzing you <laughs> in. So, well, you want the credit now. You want the credit now, don't you? I, well, he's going to be feel real bad when you kill us all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I'm going to, but only by poison. Yes. <laughs> Which is the, so ladies. Did you know so that ladies. Um, woman poison? Women poison. And I know why, because I jokingly, you know, Mike and I, we, we play around sometimes in the in the apartment. And I tried to squeeze his neck as hard as I could <laughs> just to see. And boy, my hand cramped up real fast. And so I said, you know, I think I get it. I think I would have to poison you. Because my hands are so weak. I have I very weak gripping he strength. let you try to choke him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, to him, it was like a light neck massage, I guess. I remember when I was in college, I we did the gripping test. Uh, the, you'd, there was like a machine, and you squeezed it, and it assessed your gripping strength. Oh, my and God. And mine, mine was like remedial. You know, it was like, you need to, <laughs> I need those like things You're that you ghost. squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I find out. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my God. This is totally... I've, I'm wondering if Joe will let me bring this into our relationship culture. Yeah. <laughs> pretend it's a sex thing at first, you know? 
Like, ooh, I'm well, choking you. I was trying to do a bit. I was talking. I don't know if I brought this up on Lady Journey. I may have just brought it up to you privately. Yeah. But doesn't it feel like the girls that are always bragging about how they're the reason why they're into choking is because they're just so dominant in life and that they're just alphas and they just like to be dominated in the bedroom. And it just feels like the w- I'm not into that. And I'm the reason why I'm like, I just don't like me- meddling my violence with sex. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I think <laughs> you were a saying dangerous line, but it just feels like the only reason why I would let a guy choke me during my single days is because I just really wanted him to like me. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're like, I'm just really into him staying. (laughs) (laughs) That's my fetish. (laughs) But it's just like, it just seems like such a power move to be like, the reason why I'm into choking is I'm just such an alpha and I just need to be spit in the face and keep everything on an even keel out there. It's an edgy, it's an edgy thing and it's in to be edgy right now. I think it's like kind of trendy to be like, yeah, I'm like that type of person that I just like get nipple claps. And you're like, ah, well, I'm into a light, um, (laughs) like hugging for about (laughs) 30 minutes prior. I call it the warm up. It is interesting too, like different. Mike and I were kind of joking around about this, where we have different sexual fantasies. Like Mike, he'll always joking, jokingly be like, "I'm a stranger." I'm like, "I don't feel safe." <laughs> no. He's like, "Well, who can I be then?" I'm like, "How about a non-threatening coworker?" <laughs> you know, like yeah. And then, then he's like, "Who's that?" And you just bring someone in your life into the bedroom, and they have no idea that you've brought them yeah, into the I'm bedroom. Like, how about Ted? Yeah. <laughs> how about your Ted? He's always been very polite a feminist uh, <laughs> i'm thinking of ted alexandra T- uh, yes oh hot <laughs> no but we we respect his marriage absolutely but he is a very handsome man but that's like father i get that way personally attacked when people are like polyamorous it's almost in the way that they tell you that is like i've just moved on to the next level and then it w- yes. i can handle many relation intimate relationships i'm like well i guess i'm just a silly billy and can yeah. only handle one intimate relationship yeah i guess i'm just stupid <laughs> i'm sexually stupid well i mean it's like of course do whatever you want everyone should no. do whatever you want there's no judgment but yeah. it, but i do find that when people have different lifestyles sometimes maybe it, maybe it's from their own insecurity but they do kind of communicate it to you with this weird arrogance where you're like i mean yes i'm sorry i've never had sex in a dumpster like i don't (laughs) i i don't actually want to do that and it's not my interest you know i'm kind of boring i guess you're like vanilla is like very derogatory you know but it's a great flavor and we would not be able to bake without it okay it's in everything and vanilla bean is super expensive and rare to get absolutely (laughs) is and chocolate, okay, you know. It's like, what's the other flavors, you know? Yeah, bubblegum. Uh, no. What no, are you a child? You. No, thank you. No, thank you. But it kind of has that feeling of like when somebody's like, "Well, God only gives you what you can handle," and you're <laughs> like, "I guess He thinks I'm just stupid." <laughs> I guess God thinks I'm boring. <laughs> Well, 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 welcome to Lady Journey, Welcome to everybody. Lady Journey. I like that this is the journey of the podcast. We start out with alternative sex lifestyles. <laughs> we and then we, we had intentions of starting with Cookie Party. Cookie Party, <laughs> which is my journey, my little vanilla journey that I'm on, which I actually am really, really jazzed about this. Uh, yes. 
so just so you know, you'll be getting an invite to the cookie party. Oh, I first of all, I'm excited. I like because I'm sober. I like any party now that doesn't involve alcohol. Yes, I think that's going to be a key a key element of this party. It's going to be more of like coffee and tea. I have um I have a new teapot which is electric, which I got because of eco-conscious. Mm. And I have my Keurig and I, they actually match. <laughs> Hello, they're both <laughs> robin's egg blue oh so i love that color i'm having like this vision of you know i have this like kind of larger table in my um living room area that's gonna be there's gonna be a cookie station and then there's gonna be a little beverage station okay and i've added a new herbal tea to my collection i now have lavender which i splurged on and okay ordered. i thought you were gonna go into s- the sweet rose oh i well, n- this that's is my new 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 i love my sweet rose and um if you'll if you've been listening you know that it's when you know you know stress relieving <laughs> and magical um but so the cookie party i have been doing a lot of research online this seems to be a big topic amongst the blogs of how to host the perfect cookie party and i do find a lot of these to be like really type a rules that i'm like oh i, I love this yeah well i had questions at the very beginning when katie threw this out at me i hadn't really heard it but in my mind i kind of put the context clues together i'm like yeah. it's obviously cookies are there <laughs> and yes. it's a a, a a group of people are going to be there. Yeah. But my confusion was, do we make the cookies there or do we make them at home and then we bring them there? So my vision is everyone shows up with about two to three dozen cookies. Okay. Which is a not, that's like a batch, one batch, right? Yeah. Everybody shows up with a batch. We all try to go outside the box. And, and I'm going to keep it small, by the way. I'm only going to really invite five or six people. Just a few girlfriends who are into cookies, into baking, into the Lady Journey lifestyle, which is unfortunately kind of vanilla, um, but in a fun yeah. way where if we want to fuck a neighbor, we will. We're going to bring him <laughs> in. Who we'll knows? blow him. Um, I've been to, I went to a sweater party once and it went out of control. Really? Uh, we just ended up doing blow all night. Oh my gosh. I love your, I love your, <laughs> I love your Coke stories. Fifteen years ago, this was a, this was a long time ago. This was pre-lady journey. It was pre-lady. <laughs> 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 Clearly. <laughs> oh boy. So so, for my cookie party vision, this is we're all bringing the cookies, and then I'm gonna provide some very cute little. Um, haven't haven't quite wrapped my mind around it yet, but I'd like to get some maybe um, a reusable cardboard or plastic boxes and then everybody gets to take like half a dozen or you know however much they want of each of the batches that whoever brings and then we're all leaving with our own cookie sampler tray see I like that I also like the idea of getting like I love this is why I like I think I like cookies better than cupcakes oh yeah they last a little bit longer they don't go as stale but then you can you put them in a box and you don't have to worry them about like flailing around get the icing gets ruined or anything like that and then I also like uh the presentation of it that's what I love too I love and I love having it is almost like we were talking about in our decor episode like having these like living decorations of like just like a little maybe like a see-through plastic box of cookies that you just have in the kitchen and it's like one after dinner yeah or or seven you know (laughs) however you're feeling you do you a sleeve so that's my that's my main vision for the cookie party. And again, like w- I was reading on these blogs and it was like each woman must bring 
six dozen cookies and everyone leaves with a dozen and i was like oh my god this is too much nobody's baking six dozen cookies in their tiny new york city oven do you think there will be controversy if somebody came in with oreos i really hope that no one will do that (laughs) because like okay well here's if someone does like white chocolate covered with like a little snowman on uh, top an upselling of it upselling upcycling the the oreo I love that and I'm fine with that. I do hope that no one does do that because I'm specifically inviting girls and boys that I know who enjoy baking, who really enjoy baking because I think the fun of it to me is we all have something in common and we're getting to kind of celebrate it in a way that we don't usually get to. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, uh, you know, comics are, you know, like, you go to a, a party and it's like, you bring a dish and everyone has, like, um, a bag of Doritos. And you're like, well, I do like that. I but this is not, not this eight. is not festive. Yes. This One not time festive. I, we had a little, you, you try to do a, a get together on the holidays um, every year. Mm-hmm. And some days I'm like, I swear this person got this as a gift and they've re-gifted this mm-hmm. food or candy to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want that. That's my cookie party. My so do not bring that energy into the cookie party. <laughs> this is an authentic party <laughs> for bakers. Well, if somebody wanted to do like scones, for example, I love that. Like, you know, there's going to be freedom to go off. Like a lot of the blogs I was reading were suggesting that like you as- like assign the cookies to everyone and everybody do like th- you can know no people doing the same. It's like obviously chocolate chip is the go to. Yes. I, I, my favorite cookie, all-time favorite, as everyone knows, oatmeal raisin. I probably am going to want to do something more like holiday theme. Like, I may choose a molasses or something that's, like, a little more December-ish. Into the, uh, like, a ginger snap. Love a ginger snap. I love. Or a frosted oatmeal. Ooh, yeah. I like a cowboy cookie, which is, like, chocolate chip oats and coconut. Yes. Which is not necessarily holiday themed, but. My mom makes the most incredible. She, um, it's it's a it's very tricky type of cookie to make. You roll out sugar cookie dough, and then you have like a date frosting that you make, and then you roll it and you cut those. So, so it's, it's like, like a, a date swirl? swirl. That sounds really good. So good. So I would like to challenge myself a little bit and make something that I can you know celebrate with my girlfriends and boyfriends. Yes. And I think. The goal in mind should be, like, I want to have the best cookie at the party. <gasps> Ooh, I love a competition. Yes. But I yeah. don't know. People are really different or have different opinions about what is a good cookie to them. True. Joe and I are very different on the chocolate chip spectrum. Really? What do you like, crispy or chewy? Because I love a soft, chewy. I do not like crispy. I don't like super crispy, yeah. but I like it. I like a thin, and I like it really buttery. Ooh. And I also, this is really weird, but I actually like chocolate chip cookies without chocolate chips in them. Yes, I know what you mean. Because you think really taste the richness can, yes. of the butter and the sugar, the brown sugar. Oh, delicious. Yeah, and I like a good sugar cookie. Um, but again, you know, for the holiday season, like, if you come in with a ginger snap, I will be impressed. Look out. Look, Look out. out. Yeah. Now, so the cookies, that's going to be – that. it is what it is. I'm not going to – whatever people want to bring. I'm When I send out the email, um, I'm just going to suggest that we go with more holiday stuff, but I'm not going to be, like, totalitarian about it yeah. because I want this to be a fun social event, and I don't want to be, like, you know – it just seemed like, some, seemed like some of the people that wrote these blogs were the type of people to be like, uh, oh, hi, Jane. <laughs> 
I thought we talked about this and you have brownies. Um, so well, I want it to be welcoming. Well, this is what I want you to do. I want you to kind of keep it loose. Keep it loose. And see what kind of what kind of person comes in like a maverick. Oh, I love and this idea. And let and um I will hopefully get to be there and witness being yeah. like, "Wow, I did not see that coming." Uh, yeah, <laughs> somebody really impressed us. <laughs> And we will update you on the Patreon. We'll keep that on the Patreon. <laughs> By the way, join $5 for um, uh, bonus episodes every single week. And they're well, very fun. We will give you the gossip of the cookie party. Because I guarantee you someone will come out where you're like, okay, I mean, it is a cookie, but. Um, yeah, like a peppermint bark. You're like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're going to be friends after this, but. And you're like, of course you would do that. Of course you, you. Yeah. Um, now, this is a, the other part of the cookie party that I'm really, really excited about because I am going to, I'm going to set it for like 1 p.m. weekday so I can be welcoming to like comedians. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be serving a very light, healthy lunch because my, my thinking is that if I do like, um, you know, maybe some like little mini tiny quiches in the muffin tin. Little salad, or like little maybe fruit I'll make bowl. cucumber sandwiches. Yes, like something a tea like that. Sandwich tea sandwich. Yeah, something. like all tea stuff. Because then we can all have like a healthy lunch, and then you know you'll still you don't want to come in and have a really rich lunch and then be going to town on the cookies. Yes. So I want to balance it out that way, and I'll have my coffee, my teas, and Shall so that's we my vision. Bring a question game or something to that's find out. Okay. Some details. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. You are on my journey. You are so on my journey right now. Because you need slight conversation starters. Little icebreakers. And yeah. it can always be awkward sometimes, I think, like doing questions at like a, a Lady Journey style party where it's a fine line between really fun and corny. Yes. And what we don't want to do is like workplace icebreakers. But I wanted to try to do something that was like almost like, um, you know, what's something that you're really proud of yourself for doing this year yes and just like support in a fun way and just be like you know what like why don't we all just celebrate ourselves because women and like gay guys too I think like we do have the tendency to like we don't want to brag about ourselves and then meanwhile like everyone straight in the world is like well I was just on my tour when I was making <laughs> 25k and you're like I don't or, like circling their million followers on Instagram yeah I'm like well good for you good for you I'll be at my cookie party <laughs> celebrating myself <laughs> so yeah I I would like to I, I really think that that is such a fun element of any like daytime party is like yes. doing a little fun preparation where it's like facilitating the party my number one question like a hang or like if uh, with a group of people is like a rose thorn I forgot the other one, rain, mm. something to look forward to. So, like, the rose mm. is, like, what was the best thing of the year? Thorn, what was the worst thing of the year? And then what's something to look forward to in the new year? Love it. And you can do this. I think this is always, like, a great conversation thing. And everybody usually seems to be on board. Yeah. And you can go – nobody has to get super deep. So yes, you're not, like, digging go, deep. Like, like your, all your miscarriages that you had that right, year. Right, right. <laughs> it can just be a sweater you that you found. I yeah. love when somebody brings that kind of energy into a party. Yeah, because uh, also the cookies are there already. Yeah. So we just have a little, <laughs> oh, no. 
You know, I think that's fun. And I like putting the parameters on it in the beginning to be like, it's however deep you want to go. Like, no one's being pressured to, like, reveal. But also, you know, we all overshare. Yeah. We I mean, all overshare. I think a good shitting in your pants story is a oh, good thorn. Oh, that is. What a thorn. Yeah. <laughs> what a thorn in your pants. So, yes, I'm really looking forward to my cookie party. And um, I have been really committing myself by telling people I've already invited a couple people. I have a couple people on the list. And I will not flake. So help me God. I will not flake on my own cookie party. I'm making a public commitment. And that a cookie party, just even if you threw that out there with a date, I think it's something that you can, it won't stress you out. It's going to be easy. It's going to be lunch with friends. And I am trying to do more fun stuff like this in my life. Yes. So that's my cookie journey. I'm looking forward to it and I absolutely agree with you because this last year was my idea was to have more fun yes oh, and I think for- you forget about it and I I had fun but I think I could have more fun uh, you can always have more <laughs> I feel like I wish that had been my idea this year I think my idea this year was to work more and I definitely did it <laughs> I've worked to the point that nothing is fun and it never will be again and but no matter no. how hard I wor- work I will never achieve happiness <laughs> It's not there. (laughs) It is not there. Put down the spreadsheet. (laughs) Now, um, speaking of vanilla. Speaking of vanilla. (laughs) So I, Joe was like, I don't know if you, I a lot of times go on the road with Joe. And uh, this time around, I was like, sure, I'll do it. But he already prefaced that we're going to Hartford, Connecticut. And that it's at the Hartford Funny Bone. Hartford is one of the forgotten towns of the East Coast. Because you hear Connecticut mm-hmm. and you think like wasps. Oh, oh Stamford. Ooh, white jeans. Yes. Um, just like the hoidiest people ever. And then you go to some of these other different places in Connecticut, like Bridgeport, where you're like, oh, they yeah, it's, it's not doing great. I find, but this is like a really good example of America. And I feel like this is what my journey into Bridgeport or Hartford, Connecticut was like, it's just like, yes, America has like really nice things, but then you go into some of these towns and you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? It does actually feel like, you know, we, we have a lot of, um, ego and identity built into the fact that America exceptionalism. Oh yeah. That we're exceptional that, uh, you know, we don't have the problems that these developing countries do. And then sometimes you get outside of your little bubble and you see like, there is a lot of stuff going wrong. It does feel like. I, well, it's just like interesting. We went to Macy's and I don't know. I've been to several other malls in America lately because that's all there is to do on the road. And I've we actually. Love malls. I, <laughs> we love malls. And I do. It's like fun to kill time. But like lately these malls, I'm like. What is happening in here? Yeah. We did remember we did our mall episode last year and we talked about the decline of the American mall and it feels like they've only gone lower. <laughs> it's only it's gone not been lower. a good year for the mall. We went to Macy's and I almost told Joe, I was like, you should go on ahead. They need <laughs> me here. <laughs> I was like, there should be a work program yeah. in America, like for comics. I would totally do this on the road. During the day, you have so much time to kill. Like, I wouldn't mind just filling out a 1099 and just getting paid to fold clothes at department stores. Attempting at Macy's. I would love that, actually. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Just go make a quick, make a quick 60 bucks. Yeah. Like, you're good. Maybe, like, and then 
maybe fold clothes and be like, can I get these shoes? Yeah. <laughs> Just a little work exchange. Well, it was like, and I, I've done this too. I, I find myself doing this at Starbucks. I think a lot of places seem to be overwhelmed and they're understaffed. And sometimes I'm like, do you guys need me to go sort your inventory for you? Because you don't understand how much I enjoy cleaning. And a lot of the times I walk into these businesses and I want to be like, let me, clearly you guys don't have the time to do this and you're understaffed. Like, let me just unload these boxes for you. I will be your Marie Kondo. (laughs) I will be your Marie Kondo. They should have something like that, like a gig economy for businesses because it's like, well, I mean, the reason they don't have any employees is probably because they treat people like shit. Like, let's be honest. You're working with, like, a weird boss. Yes. And he's, like, yelling at you because he's not doing great in his life. Yeah, they're getting paid, like, $40,000 a year, and they're managing people that also don't want to be there, which is very, like, wears on you. Like, these these jobs aren't great, and totally, I would not want to do it. But just if – to go and do the – the like the tedious boring tasks for just like ten dollars an hour and I could just listen to a podcast. Oh, Why not? Holding it's therapeutic almost. It is at therapeutic. A point. Yeah. But I was kind of shocked going into this Macy's. Joe was joking around saying it was more like emaciated. <laughs> like in yeah. the mall, Macy's to me it's the North Star. It's the North Star. It's the upper echelon of the mall. Is yeah. unless you unless you have Saks or like a Nordstrom or rack. A Nordstrom. Like that to me, if those if you've got a mall that has that, and then you're in a mall that's doing great. Yes, but this mall didn't even have a Gap. If you don't even have a Gap, I'm like something's going on here. The town's not doing good. <laughs> the town is in trouble. <laughs> Just feels like the entire country is like turning into the Rust Belt. It is, and then you'd walk by stores, and Joe and I would be like, this store should just be called. Here's some more crap. Yeah. This is just crap yeah. that you don't need. Knickknacks, Ni- tomfoolery. There was four stores that were just like Spencer's gifts mm. in one mall. Oh, he needs so much more variety than that to make a really great mall. I love like a food court. I love a chocolate. Fannie Mae. You need so many options because yeah. the whole point of going to the mall is to be overwhelmed with the variety. Endless possibilities. Even Ugh. like... Everything was very depressing and just like uh, there was hardly anyone in the mall. And we were like around Thanksgiving, this place should be like thriving. This yeah. is when people are starting to do um, Christmas shopping or holiday shopping. And you can get a lot of deals, but it was just kind of like amazing to see like how decrepit this place was. And then, um, yeah, it's just like. And that was, we were just like looking forward to doing stuff there. And it was just kind of like, oh. Mall bummer. A mall bummer. That's all you have to live for when you're on the road sometimes. And this was a major mall bummer. Now, I was in Hartford recently also, and I felt the same thing about the town where it's it's the kind of town where it's like it's a downtown and it's a small downtown. And then you realize like not a lot of people that work in the downtown or like patronize the um, comedy club or the bar or whatever. Like nobody actually lives in the downtown. So it's just like on the weekends at 5 p.m. everything is just dead yeah you know it's like a few people at the restaurants but then you know everybody's driving and they're just going out so it just feels like a ghost town yeah it felt and it was weird because it's actually the it, it says it's hartford but it's actually manchester mm. it's really confusing okay it says hartford funny bone but it's in the town of manchester okay so i was in hartford proper i guess okay i was very close to the downtown okay yes it's um 
I, I don't want to, shouldn't I? I feel like if I live there, I could find some stuff that I would. Oh, you'd have, you'd, if you enjoy there, like hiking like, stuff was probably nearby. Suburban lifestyle or, you know, you have your other shops, but yeah, the mall. The bummer. mall, mall bummer. But then things kicked up a notch at oh. the Hartford Funny Bone. I've okay, had a, tell. we had a situation that I never thought I would ever be approached like this because I don't give off that vibe. Nor does my act. <laughs> we we finished Friday Late Show. A couple came up to us, and they were just kind of like, they looked fucked up. Like, yeah. first of all, they're like, the guy's like around her. He's doing what I've seen called online the um, baby daddy hug where he doesn't have any money, and the woman pays for everything, but he just tries to pay her and like just holding on to her oh it's so it's like, funny is it like hugging from behind <laughs> yes and I like, like it just when Mike resting, does that to me but you do it all the time while they're at the register oh you do okay. it in people's personal space oh interesting so it, it's like weird somebody it's had a red flag yeah right is, away I had never noticed it but if you look at it in public and see the couples that are doing it nearby or like while business transactions are happening it's like it's the woman that's like taking care of something, mm -hmm. and then it's the guy that's just kind of like behind her, holding her. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. I will have to see if I can find this on TikTok. This is where I saw it. It's like he's vicariously paying for yes. stuff by hugging her. Yes, it's like his way of acting like he's part of the process, but he's just a deadbeat. Interesting. So that was kind of the vibe, and she was like, we want to take you home. And Whoa. then you're just like, Oh, I, uh, she was like, he's never done this before. And then I was like, well, I'm married. And she was like, he can come too. Whoa. So Joe and I got asked, but it was so funny in the scheme of things. Like if you get asked, you're, I guess everyone's like, oh, it's like hot and fun. And you're like, Joe and I were like, we're not foursome people. It was really weird. Yeah. I mean, I, that's a weird way to get asked too. I feel like we were thrown I, off. I almost, never expected it. I almost would prefer a little more, like a little more, like, may I buy you a drink? We'd love to get to know you. Because when it when it gets so transactional like that, it's like, I felt sex, like now. <laughs> you give it to me. And you're like, I don't know that I kind of, I need to be romanced. I'm not saying I would never do a foursome. I mean, if it was the right couple, you know, or if my marriage was on the rocks. Sure. If I was married, I don't know, but yes. you never know the future. But yeah, I don't like to be like, imagine if a guy came up to you like, I don't want to fuck you. You're I, like, sir. Yeah. How dare you? I need time. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I'm just, first of all, I'm not even like, I was not even physically attracted. They weren't ugly people. Yeah. But they were just kind of like drunk. Or I, out of it. Yeah. And you need a good personality of like charisma. Hi, how are you? Ask me about my childhood. I know. It would make sense if Joe and I were on a vacation and we were at a beach bar and we hit it off with a lovely oh, couple. Now that would be fun. <laughs> now that sounds like Mexico. But this felt like a numbers game. It was just really weird. We were Joe. And it was just funny. You never know how you would respond. But we were kind of like. Uh, we didn't want to hurt two people's feelings. <laughs> yeah. That it was just making me laugh to be like, pretend that we just did one last night and we were just like so tired <laughs> tonight. Um, yeah, I love this. I love this um, reputation that you and Joe have now as just like this sexually experimental 
<laughs> comedians where you're like, they do foursomes, but only one per weekend. And so you got to go to the early show. But if you watch my act, I don't really talk about sex in a way like that. I'm never yeah. like, and then he came on my tits. And then I was like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it is, it's just like goofballs and one little quick throwaway joke. It's not like the basis. So it was you're like, I don't understand where I threw that out, nor was what I was wearing. That's the funny thing about women. It's like you can go to all this work to make yourself not be a sexual object. You can wear like a body bag and people are still like, man, she wants it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yes. Joe said he felt he talked to that couple while he was on stage and he was like, I definitely felt something weird from them. Mm. She because she had yelled out, maybe I can. And he's like, oh, what about your date? Like, is he fine? And he's like guy was like don't worry about me dude and then joe was like okay well this is weird so <laughs> what a bizarre place to pick up another couple like let's go to their work and let's just put it out there <laughs> it, and she i was like well it doesn't hurt to ask i guess you right. just you have to throw it out there so it's trying to make her feel better <laughs> this, oh yeah. i get it you have to throw it out there. So good for you for being brave. I support you. I support you. That's yeah. You. I didn't want to shame them. Yeah. But like logistically, like I can't picture the car ride to wherever they were going to take us. Oh, no, that's scary. You're just going into the woods and you're like, was this a mistake? They're just drunk driving you into the woods. We and we're sober and they were clearly like fucked up. Yeah. I was like, Joe. We w it would look like we were in a CPR seminar. Like it would just yeah. be two of us um, <gasps> with our part, our switched partners, get, like resuscitating dead people. <laughs> or I like the idea of you and Joe just kind of turn it into an AA meeting. And you're like, we think you guys might have a problem actually. And before the blowjobs, we want you to think about what you've done. <laughs> we just also pictured that couple. By the time we reached. I don't even know if we would. They were in a hotel. Clearly not. We would probably go to their house or trailer, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or apartment. Yeah, or apartment. And then I suspect um, they would have been passed out, and then it would have just been Joe and I like, <laughs> having sex next to them. But we probably wouldn't have had sex and just watched TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that. I like the idea of you just staying there. Like, let's <laughs> let's make sure they're okay. Know, just the most responsible but that's foursome. The thing. We're not foursome people. And the reason why, and I actually think foursome is a no-no. I actually think a threesome makes more sense. You're threesome in, you're makes out. more sense. Or like something more, to me, I think something more, more makes sense. Like a big, like, key party you yeah. know where it's like we're all getting on board secretly with everybody in the neighborhood you know and you kind of already know these people you know it's like I cannot a one and done and we never speak of this again in our neighborhood until January <laughs> <laughs> when we're at Paul's house Paul and Linda um, but yeah for me I do I, I have always found this if I one time I did have a one night stand again we kept in touch for six months he asked me to marry him so it it's hard for me to have sex with a stranger I just want to have the emotional mm, yes. you know if I spent all night connecting with somebody or maybe like all day and all night had a really long time to like 
connect emotionally with somebody, I feel like maybe it could happen, but I guess I'm just prudish in that way where I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I'm like, I can't be like, you know, um, telling somebody how to pleasure me to put it in a way that I feel won't be flagged on the internet. (laughs) If I don't know, (laughs) you know, and then also I, I was a very, you know, I've said in a couple episodes ago, I was a very nervous, um, Mm. sexual partner you know so i need to see documents from your last absolutely how long have you guys been together and are you guys monogamous and it feels like maybe you're not yeah it feels like you guys kind of are cruising i picture i know i was most likely gonna get a uti from this weekend (laughs) 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 but it was like it is one of those things where you're like i've heard about this happening but i cannot believe it happened and it not to me because i just feel like i don't have that vibe but isn't it nice to know that you did i did like wow yes. you just really gave off an aura of i will sleep with a guy who can't pay for stuff <laughs> uh climb on to me little guy i know i i really wish joe and i knowing now where we stand in the foursome world what we're pulling in as a couple yeah i do think we did okay but i do think maybe we could do better oh yeah yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, one time, one time I was really into going to one of my girlfriends. This is a few years ago. She went to this has become such a salacious episode, by the way. I as know. we set up, we're like, we're so vanilla. And but it started what, but I like thought of going to a sex club. <laughs> I just thought about it. Um, well, my girlfriend, one time she was going on vacation with her fiance at the time. And there was a mix up, quote unquote, according to her. And she w- tried to choose an adult only resort, which actually was a resort for people who were looking to be sexually promiscuous to put it in a delicate way yes and so she was pretending that she had done it accidentally and then you know whoopsie oh my god i just clicked and i couldn't get my deposit back (laughs) so she was telling me they told me to never talk about this again i signed a waiver (laughs) so i always had kind of a fantasy of doing something like that where it's like you're with your partner and it's safe and and so I looked into going to one one trip I took to Palm Springs, favorite. Palm, Joe and I recently just watched a softcore porn on Showtime for shits and giggles, and it was taking place in Palm Springs, oh, which leads me to believe that is the place that this happened. Palm Springs is very sexy. I mean, well, they do have it's the bathhouses the there for the gay uh, guys. It's like that's yes. like a big place to go. Well, did you know the upside down pineapple? That's a swinger thing. Sign. Yeah. That is a swinger thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was upside down. I thought it was any pineapple, which now I realize I have been some confused about <laughs> some stuff. Like, You're like, okay, I need to go Carol. back and owe an apology. Really. Yeah. <laughs> but I was looking into going to this place. It was called the Sea Mountain Resort Spa. And the website looked like really cool. It looked like really, you know, it's like I don't want to. I, I'm not at the point in my sexual adventure where I'm um, willing to like get into a full on orgy or something. Yes. But what if we just went to like a naughty spa? Like what I've, if we just went? Yes. I've always wanted to just be like, I just like to check out stuff. Like I would love to just go to a room of an orgy and they just let me watch. Just, you know, kind of like dip your toe in. Nothing yeah. crazy. And uh, again, um, you know, if you're my parents, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Skip to the next one. Well, you thank you for the it, support. It just reminds me of the reason why is because, like, I love looking at different 
cultures. Yes. And I definitely think that's a culture. It is. It's like a subculture. It yeah, is. Of like sexual exploration. And growing up, I remember my we had HBO and they had a series called Real Sex. Yes. And I it was this. set in New York. A lot of it. it was just like a lot of men on the street asking you questions like, have you ever had a threesome? And then they would have like side sex stories or like documentary style. And some of it would be like swinger parties. And I remember growing up and I'm talking about like elementary middle school mm-hmm. and I was like this world is fascinating to it's me it's really fascinating and it's fascinating the people that are so immersed in it that they you, you know just this completely different life that they have yeah from from you know me with my cookie party <laughs> <laughs> can these two worlds collide right so <laughs> So that was my that was my uh, so I I ended up long story short because we are running a bit short on time here. I looked to the Sea Mountain Resort spot and I am very grateful that I did uh, as I as I do obsessively read the reviews and a lot of them were actually pretty hilarious where they were like first of all the food is bad. And it's like, well, I didn't think it was going to be great, but if somebody's writing a review that the food is terrible, then the uh, sex wasn't great. The sex is not <laughs> And also, it's like, you know me, like, if the food is bad, like, I can't go. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to be starving. Same. I'm not going to be starving. Like, I need a croissant. I need a muffin. I need to. I need I a need buffet a, or a spread happening. A, a spread. That's all I ask. A crudite, at the very least. So, anyway, the other reviews were like, um, everyone here was very old. Of course. And, and it makes sense. Because here's, this is my theory, is like, I think younger, you're so like, I got to keep my number down. Yeah, you the ha- presi- and then as you get pressure. older, you just like you're like I gotta get my number cares. up. I gotta get my number up. I can't die. I can't die under twenty as my number. <laughs> that you don't see it as this precious thing anymore. Yeah. it's just like a fun activity. I it's guess a fun thing. But yes. yeah, we ended up not going because the reviews really s- dissuaded me. It was like everyone was really old, and then me and my boyfriend just wanted to swim in the pool, and then people were being mean to us about <laughs> it. And I was like, I cannot put myself in an unsafe, an emotionally unsafe situation where it's like, yeah, I can't be like, you. there's like the popular people at the sex party are being mean to me. It's like, no, <laughs> I can't go there. Well, what a journey this has been on. I mean, what we covered the journey. gamut. So we covered I, the gamut today. So, but Joe did tell me he's had one of some of the weirdest um, sex propositions happen in Connecticut that we suggest that that is one horny state. Oh, I love to hear that. Or so, s- if you want to get out there, go try Hartford. <laughs> try Hartford. It's it's like that's why nobody's downtown. Yeah. On the weekends, just because they're all there. having sex parties. Yes. <laughs> Well, um, everybody, don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube. We yes. really want people to subscribe. It's right down there. Join our Patreon. We have bonus episodes timed out every Saturday morning. I release them Friday at midnight. We do tons so of fun stuff. you wake up with scones and coffee oh. and a lady journey in the morning. How great is that? Mm. It's really fun. And we've been we working hard. We are your hard. friends. We've been working hard. Super hard. Lady journey. Lady journey.